0: Welcome to Season 1, Episode 2 of Threads of Impact, Inspiring Change, One Story at a Time. Threads of Impact is a student-run podcast from the University of California, Berkeley School of Public Health. Our goal is to highlight public health challenges and achievements through conversations with public health practitioners and thought leaders who enable meaningful change. We are very excited to interview Dr. Seema Handu, who is the India Country Director at Pronto International. Pronto International aims to optimize care during birth. They develop and implement innovative training strategies that result in significant improvements in both process and impact measures related to obstetric and neonatal emergency care. Seema shares her experience in this episode in working with Pronto and really underscores the importance of investing in maternal health. Investing in maternal health will not only help save mothers' lives, it will improve the lives of the generations to come. It will improve our world. If you have any questions or feedback, please email us at podcastquestions underscore sph at berkeley.edu. Together, let's explore the various dimensions of public health. Hello, Seema. So thank you so much for joining us. And I am very excited to talk to you today. Uh, so can you start off by introducing yourself?
1: Uh, hi, Key. Thank you for inviting me to be part of your podcast. Uh, I'm Seema Handu, and I'm the India Country Director for Pronto International.
0: Great. So can you provide us uh, with an overview of Pronto International and... Also walk us through more specifically about your uh, work in India.
1: So Pronto International was founded in 2009 as a nonprofit entity to save lives by training healthcare providers on how to work together as a team to successfully manage maternal and neonatal emergencies. And we use simulation and team training techniques to prepare teams to identify and then to manage these emergencies. And as you can hear from our name, it really evokes the necessary urgency to save the mother and child. The birth attendants typically have fewer than five minutes to diagnose and deliver solutions to life-threatening emergencies. And that's why PRONTO. So in India, PRONTO works in collaboration with UCSF and University of Utah. And we are engaged in two key states there, in Bihar and in Uttar Pradesh. Now the population of these two states in total equals the population of the US. That's a little over 300 million. So that gives you an idea of the scale. Uh, We have been working in Bihar, we started our work in India in Bihar in 2014, and where our goal is to improve the neonatal and maternal outcomes by fully integrating our simulation and team training strategies into the nurse mentoring program, which was initiated by Bihar's government and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So, over the past six years, we have worked uh, with our uh, in com- uh, collaboration with our on the ground partner, which is uh, Care India. So, they are the implementation partner. They are the technical support unit to the government of Bihar. So, we work in very close collaboration with them. And the idea is to improve the, you know, the idea is to improve, strengthen the skills of the healthcare providers on how do they work in the delivery rooms, in the labor rooms, and even in the antenatal and postpartum times, how do they work with the mothers to identify and then to manage the complications. So far we have trained over, uh, in the first phase of our training, we actually trained over 120 nurse mentors who would then travel from facility to facility covering 320 facilities to train over 3,000 nurse mentors. And um, now we are scaling it up and you know, to come up with a very uh, sustainable solution and to make sure that we invest in building the local capacity, uh, local capacity of the staff nurses there so that when we are out of uh, Bihar, India, which we will be in, uh, you know, after some time, that the local capacity remains with the nurses over there and they can continue this mentoring program. So there are some very simple examples. For example, I have a quote from a uh, nurse, uh, from a staff nurse, Annika, who described how an unsafe practice in infection prevention declined after the training. For example, she says, before the nurse mentoring program, we only wore gloves on one hand and did pelvic examinations of all clients with the same glove on. And now after the training, they have learned that they put clean gloves on both hands and they change gloves between clients. So very simple solution, but just the whole awareness of it just didn't exist. And so this nurse training program has really helped them in infection prevention.
0: Great, thank you. Thanks for sharing. I mean, I really want to say that the sustainable aspect of the training program um, is definitely a great example for implementation science. uh, where you actually take this evidence-based strategy and um, you improve maternal and newborn outcomes in a low-resource setting, such as India, and also build local capacity at the same time. So... This is great. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, so, switching gears a bit, I know in, initially you mentioned about you know the different partners such as the government of India, Bill and Melinda Gates uh, Foundation, CARE India, and of course uh, Pronto mm-hmm. International. So, what is the working model? So, can you explain the dynamics of this partnership and also um, talk us more about um, uh, talk to us more about the value of synergistic approaches? Um,
1: yes. So, so whenever we deal with populations and systems that are broad and require varied expertise, it's always a collaborative effort, right? So no one organization can be effective working at such scales. So our team is a very good example of that. For example, we ourselves, you know, uh, we are just not PRONTO. In the US, we uh, are a very close knit team of uh, PRONTO International, University of California, San Francisco, and University of Utah. And each one of us brings our own expertise. But when we work in India, we have one combined front and we call it linked, actually. So it's a linked team and we work in India with other partners. So now when we go to India, we have another set of partners. So for example, we work we, um, in Bihar, we work with our, our local implementation partner is Care India. But when we work in UP, our local implementation partner there is IHAT. And these are on the ground people who have, you know, thousands of people who go from uh, district to district, city to city, uh, you know, facility to facility, really implementing programs. And then uh, Care India and us, we work in collaboration with the government of Bihar. And these programs are all funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So you can see the number of players involved. So the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation funds these programs which are conceived in collaboration with the government of Bihar because it's the government of Bihar programs and they need to be implemented in the public health facilities. And the implementation partner is Care India. And then there are several partners like Pronto or like Linked for that matter who work in this whole ecosystem.
0: With so many partners and stakeholders spread across the globe, How do you collaborate and ensure seamless communication?
1: So the way we work with it is, of course, we have for LinkedIn itself in the US, we have regular meetings, you know, on an ongoing basis, on a regular basis, where we are always in touch with what's happening and how we are moving forward together as a team. When it comes to working in India, where we are working with these varied partners, we have regular meetings with them. Um, So when I'm, you know, so I'm kind of the, link between you know our link team in the US and whatever else is happening in India. So when I'm in the field, on the ground, I'm meeting with the implementation partners on a regular basis, our funders, and with the government of Bihar representatives. Now it's a big challenge, even for Gates Foundation, to make sure that whatever they are funding and the partners that they are funding all know what's going on and there's you know, not duplication of efforts or things falling through the cracks. So they actually make, um, you know, they have regular meetings or they do these, uh, what do you call, um, uh, you know, partner level meetings. So they'll have uh, workshops where all the partners will come together and then, you know, learn from each other, get the insights from each other, what everybody has been doing. So they really encourage this cross learnings by hosting partner workshops and then creating learning opportunities for all of us. And then every... I would say, and uh, at least once in six months or so, then we have these review meetings with the government staff also. So with these, you know, everybody comes together to find out what's going on and to to uh, you know to decide on next steps together.
0: Great, thank you, thank you for walking us through, you know, what um, your life is like and how it how um, challenging and at the same time feasible it is to actually collaborate across the different stakeholders and uh, um, provide value uh, to our maternal and uh, child health population. Um, so my last question is, what has been the most rewarding part of your public health journey? Uh, what keeps you going? Uh,
1: okay, so I um... So this is my, you know, I have been in India working for over five years now, a little over five years, and this was my first experience as a public health professional. Before that, uh, you know, I know the uh, audience may not be aware of that, but my, uh, uh, you know, uh, training, professional training, and educational training was in pharmaceutical sciences. And I used to work as a pharmaceutical scientist in the industry. Um, but I made the switch into global health, public health, uh, because this is what I really wanted to do. And now I have been in India for over five years um, and I'm enjoying every bit of it. So working in the public health system in India, and for that matter, actually in many other countries, it's not easy to put it mildly. And I have you know, some of the challenges that I have faced uh, working at the system level especially are, I think some of them are pretty standard that you would know, like, you know, starting from lack of resources to lack of motivation and a lack of this can-do attitude. And sometimes maybe lack of political will also. I'm not sure if I should, you know, really get into that, but it has been challenging. but out of all this, I think the biggest challenge I feel is this lack of accountability that I see in any given setting here, yeah. you know, and at all levels, uh, mostly in the government. And that has been very challenging. And I feel, of course, there is, um, you know, we don't have enough trained nurses, let's say, for example, in Bihar. We really don't have a trained nurses, uh, nursing, uh, uh, you know, pool from where we can hire these nurses. And that takes us back to the um, issues of nursing education. That's a completely another system, but part of this bigger ecosystem is, you know, really improving and strengthening our education system. But I still feel that we can really tackle the lack of infrastructure or the trained human resources by investing at the system level. But changing this mindset that is around there, which is around accountability, the work ethic, and the hierarchies. You know, hierarchies are. Really challenging. These require behavioral change, which is not easy. Right. And that for me, um, on the other hand, actually, on the flip side, actually, that has been the most rewarding experience for me. And the reason I say that is because, um, you know, as part of our training, when we are doing um, nurse training, we focus a lot on team training and communication skills also and helping them, helping these nurse mentors develop their critical thinking skills. Uh, So it's not that, uh, uh, and that actually is very unique to our trainings and the mentors totally get it, you know, and they start growing as individuals. In fact, they have come forward and shared their personal stories of how they have improved as nurses in their clinical skills, of course, which is one of the key components, but also in their interpersonal interactions with their peers and with the mothers and their families who come into the facilities and it has also helped them at home and in society at large so i feel besides that training besides training them to be a better healthcare provider we are actually empowering them as individuals to be able to think for themselves to be able to speak up within a hierarchical system and to challenge the hierarchical system in a in a nice way right Uh, And at the same time, understand the vulnerabilities of the pregnant mothers who come in, and most of these mothers, you know, in the public health facilities are almost always poor, illiterate, and even maybe from a lower caste. And that, how to be respectful to them is something that is part of our training. And that is personally, I feel, the most rewarding part of my journey in India. You know, so... And also the other thing that I have really enjoyed is because despite these challenges that are embedded in the system, there are thousands of dedicated professionals who are working and who have been working all their lives. I mean, I've been very new to this, you know, but they've been working all their lives to improve the quality of care for mothers and babies. And for me personally, it's really humbling to get to know them and to work alongside them. And that has been a biggest privilege for me.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Seema, for staying committed to saving um, and improving maternal and infant lives and also empowering nurses and uh, uh, contributing to, I think, overall workforce development um, in the healthcare setting in India. Um, as you rightly alluded to, there's a chain of system level um, team level, individual level factors, and you are definitely creating the necessary optimal interventions that uh, addresses all these um, layers. So your work, uh, I'm sure, will help meet the pressing needs of women and uh, uh, their infants, and also address maternal and neonatal emergencies on a a large scale. Uh, It has significant impacts on their lives, and they deserve our support. Thank you so much.